Before we get this show started today, I want to give a quick heads up. Unfortunately, the audio of the interview is not as good as I wanted it to be. I'm not necessarily sure what happened. Before we got the interview started, we had everything well in place to have really great sound. But unfortunately, things happen. It is our first video interview. So what I would say is if you are listening just to it as a podcast, I would turn your headphones down just a little bit because when Missy talks, you'll hear some pops in the audio and I wanna make sure your ears don't get hurt. With that said, let's get this show started. I need you to trust me and Missy Carroll because we are novices. What's up everybody? Welcome to episode 22 of Trust Me, I'm a Novice. I am your host, Sammy St. Ledger, and this is the podcast about connections. We are talking science, psychology, spirituality, and about ourselves. If you are only listening today, we are actually having our first video interview with the queen of content herself, Missy Carroll. Oh, she's here. She's back. For those of you that do not know Missy Carroll, thank you. we're about to have a great conversation about everything White Sox fan based. So trust me, trust yourself, trust Missy Carroll, and trust the process because we are getting things started. Missy, how are you today? I am fantastic, as always. Love it, love it. Ah. To give Missy an introduction, if you are not familiar with her, Missy was on the podcast previously where we got to sit down and break down bipolar disorder as well as Missy's TikTok fame amongst many other social media platforms. But to break things down a little bit more and to make sure I give Missy the title that she without a doubt deserves, Missy Carroll is a well-known content creator, especially when it comes to TikTok. Missy's personal TikTok account has almost 800,000 followers and 11.1 million likes. She more recently, which we're here to talk about today, began a second TikTok account that has already over 4,000 followers called Southside Behavior. This account, in addition to having 1,500 Twitter followers, is all about White Sox baseball, and more specifically, the fans. Missy, how are you? Doing great, uh, living life. The White Sox game got postponed again today. Kind of sad about that. Other than that, fantastic. We're hanging in there. <laughs> We're hanging in there. The White Sox got postponed, so Missy was nice enough to come and talk to me. Oh, my God. Of course, of course. I love you, yes, Sam. Yes, yes. Oh. oh, thank you. I'm very excited for what's coming up on the show today. I think it's going to be a great show. Like I said, we're breaking all things White Sox down and TikTok, so yeah. stay tuned. We're, we're breaking down, we're breaking down the, the talks, Sox talk, Queen of Sox talk, shotgunning, Daddy sees, uh, baseball. We're talking about it all today. We're we're gonna get down and dirty with the White Sox. <laughs> we're sliding yeah, into the dirt. Alrighty, that being said, all right, well, let's get things started. Missy is wearing a Tim Anderson jersey, TA number seven, with a socks head on to match the whole ghetto. Because, like I said before, Missy very recently has started her own White Sox baseball fan account, and it's taking off so quickly. I think it's been so much fun. Missy and I had the opportunity to go to a game the other day together and mm -hmm. we filmed 
some fun TikToks as well as had a good time at the game. So that being said, I am getting ahead of myself. So Missy, first off, you're famous on regular TikTok. Uh, regular TikTok. You're famous as your just yourself, I guess. You weren't running yeah. anything at the time. So you have your own personal platform that goes viral multiple times, gains followers. What made you want to start a second platform on multiple forms of social media? Actually, can I take a hot minute? Yes, you can. Okay, I'm gonna get more water. <laughs> we are waiting for Missy to come back at the moment, but we are on a good break. I think the show is going, oh, she's back. Oh gosh, I manifested that so quickly. Oh no, not my camera. Oh, oh, a random boy like rolled their eyes as they heard manifest. Manifest. You know, you know, guys are about the word manifest. Manifest these nuts. All right. <laughs> like I said before, what made you decide to make another account in addition to your personal one that was already quite successful? Well, Sammy, let me tell you where it all started. Um, last summer, actually, I was posting on my main account um just me and the the squad hitting up white Sox games which we went to so many because i don't know we all like white Sox and we all like going to the games and um so we like went a bunch of times and obviously i'd film for tiktok and i would post it on there and uh one day <laughs> i got a comment that summed it all up and someone was like, y'all are doing this on a Tuesday night? And I was like, is that not common? Do we oh, do that not bull like this? Um, and so I kind of got the idea planted in my head. Like, what if I, what if I make like an account for this? Because what I've always wanted to do is be in sport in sports media of some sort. And I always said if I was ever in sports media, it'd be for the White Sox. Like, I've been a lifelong fan in the most, like, sincere way. And, um, like, I just, I'm like, that's what I want to do. And then once I started seeing people be like, oh, my God, I want to go to a White Sox team now. This looks so fun. And people, obviously, a big part of my uh, main TikTok is I'm from Chicago, from Southside Chicago, and I always show what my friends are up to, what we do. People just find it really unique. And the people who live around here grew up in the South Side of Chicago, like, feel like comfort and entertainment because they're, like, classic. Like, like they get it. So it's, uh like, on one end, it's entertaining because it's never been seen before type stuff. And on the other end, it's entertaining because it's relatable to some people that live in Chicago. And so the idea at the end of the season, I was like, I kind of want to start my own account dedicated to me and my friends going to White Sox games and about yeah. South Carolina. That's what that's where it mainly came from. But it was the end of the season. So I started kind of like I kept it in the back of my mind and I'm like, well, starting in 2022, I'm going to try and make this like a reality. And I have to burp. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> uh, I think I suppressed it. Okay. <laughs> so I so basically I um I registered for classes for the spring semester at U of I yeah. and 
I um, found this sports uh, fandom class. It was reimagining sports fandom. Mm-hmm. It it literally was like fate that brought me into this class because the point of the class is you have to make a fan site, fan accounts, ah. um, make it a brand, like Thanks, stuff like that. I love when people <laughs> on their like brand, and I'm like, I kind of had to say that supposed to be a brand yeah it could like, become a, i think it could become a brand yeah i'm like you know what um, i don't know how else to explain this um so that's where that came from but it pushed me to actually make this a reality and gave me guidance to like get this up and running and what i need to do to keep it running because i know how to make content i just needed to know how to maintain like an account the purpose of the brand and the count and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And who better to guide me than my mother flipping teacher <laughs> who yeah. is from the South Side oh, and perfect. a Duke White Sox fan. Oh. Like, so I kind of was like, this is fate and I need yeah, to start it. Yeah, it seems like it. But it to me, like it. it's more than a project, 100%. Yeah. Like, I oh, just, yeah, it's- it's going to be here for a while. <laughs> I think so, too. Well, especially with the traction. When Missy first started, so actually, how first off, how long has the account been going on? It's been, what, two months, I want to say? Since end of February. Oh, it's been more than so two months. My bad. Last week, February, first week of March. Okay. Okay. So it's been oh, about a bit. Almost two months. I okay. Think. Oh, no. So, okay. So, yeah, I was going to say, it seemed like, I mean, I feel like time's starting to fly. But to gain, especially in TikTok, gain 4,000 followers in that period of time, like, that's very good. And especially because you're gaining White Sox fans. I venture to say it's not a lot of your other followers that are transferring. It's people that are White Sox fans that are finding your account either on Twitter or on TikTok or wherever. Oh, you have an Instagram account, too. And people are finding it and then following you and staying up to date, which is really neat. Yeah, it's so cool. So when I first started it, I promised myself, I, w- I wanted to kind of prove to myself that I can start a brand from the ground up without mm-hmm. the interference of my main account that has yeah. 800,000 followers. I didn't want that. I wanted me to build it and yeah. get followers and get to the niche crowd that I wanted to get to. Yeah. And I did that. And, mm-hmm. and like, Jesus Christ, I have a stuffy. I am falling apart in this. Oh my God. I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay. Yeah, show, showbiz, but, baby. Showbiz. But um, that that was exactly what happened. And I just kept, po- I, for a long time, for like two weeks, I was posted to no one but myself. And I focused on TikTok because I knew, I knew how the algorithm worked. I knew yeah. how hashtags worked on there like how to push your videos and stuff and so I was just making all this trendy content and stuff and then yeah one after one my TikTok started taking off and then from there I (laughs) fun story I got started on Twitter and it just kept expanding from then like Mm -hmm. TikTok and uh, the reason I also did TikTok reason number two it's overpopulated by Cubs fans. Listen, I'm not a Cubs hater. I'm coming on record. I know I got into some <laughs> Cubs hate controversy. Yeah, I'm here on the record. 
to say that I don't I don't hate the Cubs. I just like to mess with them because then they get annoyed and then hate us. And I think that's a beautiful cycle, okay? And so when I got on there, I started just doing some digs at some Cubs fans, which then attracted a lot of other baseball teams because they're like, yeah, we don't like the Cubs. And then also attracted all the Sox followers. They're like, finally, finally an account of someone from Chicago that's not a Cubs fan. And I'm like, welcome all. I got like Dodgers fans on there, Red Sox, Brewers, Cardinals. Yeah. Even a few Cubs fans who have the same philosophy yeah. as me. Yeah. And so that, yeah, I um, I grew it that way. And then I got, I guess you can go and I'll, I can pick up where we go after that because it's, yeah, it's been a wild ride. I love that. That's so funny. Well, and honestly, it gets me thinking about the other day, something that I thought was really cool. One thing that every single person that makes, honestly, I would say past content, anyone that makes art struggles with any type of trolls, like we've talked about. And and anybody that is unfamiliar with the term troll, it is just anybody that usually from an account that has like absolutely no posts and just it's just a simple picture Usually the name is like numbers and then the name user, like it, it has no name and they just go in and comment negative things on people's stuff. And what I think is crazy is, especially on TikTok, TikTok is the type of app. I know we talked about this yesterday where you're, it's a community-based app. So usually you like things and view things and comment on things that you enjoy. Thus the algorithm goes, all right, and shows you more of that. So whenever I see people that are trolls, I always laugh really hard because I'm like, you went out of your way to find something that you didn't like. And my, I was laughing the other day and I was thinking like, you know what? Could these people do my taxes? Because like, I, I don't want to do them and I need someone so dedicated to something that they don't like. I just, I feel like it could be like a win-win situation. Trolls do your taxes. <laughs> anyway, though. With that being said, you've had an experience like that clearly with trolls over the years. And what I think is neat and you have been doing, especially recently, although I'm sure you've done it in the past, is taking, for instance, a TikTok comment of a troll and putting it up on the screen and making a new TikTok off of it, which in turn is gaining popularity, more popularity for you. Specialty. It is one of my specialties. Right? (laughs) Gold, making gold out of dirt, honestly. Yeah, I like I said, I've. I've gained a a thick skin from committing to this for two years as my my main thing I'm doing in my life, what I'm gonna pursue, and I've I've gained some thick skin from it because I've gotten everything from everything about how I look mm-hmm. to um, stuff I do and stuff like I I've gotten everything that you mm-hmm. can imagine. Luckily, on my main account. It's like 85% girls. Like, that's my demographic. Always helps. And usually they're really nice. Mm -hmm. The amount of boys on there are like sims, probably. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know where they are, but it's, I have, it's just like a a girl time on there. And that's like what my content centers around. Yeah. Um, I'm 75% male on Southside Behavior. Now, going into this, I've seen women in sports, um, players, reporters, and I've seen everything that 
they say about these. And I get very mad when they say it about other women. Because I'm like, knock it off! Um, like, you know, you're stop being like a little insecure, intimidated boy, okay? Like, we don't just go, go to bed. I don't know. And so I, like, always hated that. And so when I started this, I go, all right, Missy, you're going to get a lot of those comments. Yeah, I you're kind of prepped for it um, in a way, which I think makes it easier to deal with, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. And but what's crazy is at first, it was all love. It was like, oh, my God, finally a White Sox page, like all this <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, let's, let's go, baby. Uh, follow me. I'm building an army. And I was like, it's great. Recently, I um, have been getting two types of comments, and they are either asking for my hand in marriage, which, mm. um, whatever, and then the other half are telling me that I'm ugly, I'm fat, I uh, don't know what I'm talking about, I'm, quote, cringe, because I don't know what I'm talking about, um, go back to the kitchen. Oh, and the funny part is none of them have profiles, like, with faces. Exactly. Do, oh, baby, it gives me a great opportunity to go in on them. But yeah. when they don't, I don't know. I just use it as content either way. Yeah. Um, yeah. I am notably good at um, just not caring. Like, people are always mm-hmm. like, don't pay attention to them. Like you're just egging them on by responding. And I go, no, you don't get it because one, if you don't respond, it kind of um, like not everyone has to respond, but I respond so I can roast their ass. But also I also respond because I'm not going to sit there and then be like, ha ha, she didn't say anything. I win because I want to roast them to reiterate. And then two, if I respond in like videos and stuff, I get more engagement. I get like yeah. hundreds of more followers because people are like, damn straight, like go yeah, in on me. And exactly. I'm like, yeah, I'll just, uh, and trust me, back to my Cubs controversy, be sorry, Cubs fans, I was making a joke and I got the most absolutely vile comments, like, like terrible comments. Jeez. And it's it's just crazy. And you know what? There are a few girl creators on TikTok that also like baseball. I look at their, the prettier they are, the uh, worse the comments are. So I'm like mid. Come on, I'm mid. Uh, I, I accept it. I, I accept I it. I disagree. I've got a lot of hands in marriages, but that's only because I like shotgun and stuff. They're like, they, I don't know. They just like my personality, which is all I care about. And, but I see, like, when there's, like, really beautiful girls on TikTok posting about how they love baseball and, like, like first baseball game at the stadium, the comments are so much more vile. It's, like, uh-huh. like it was, like, um, like, my outfits. There's this one girl who I love who she's beautiful, and she, like, posted a TikTok, and she's, like, uh, going to my first Red Sox game, uh, being a resident here, um, and my that, like pictures didn't disappoint, something like that. And the comments were actually they did disappoint and be like, no, I'm very disappointed. Oh, being like, 
at, like, shut the fuck up, like, you don't know anything, you, like, <laughs> there was one where they're, like, pick a team, pick an MLB team, because she likes a lot of teams, and yeah. I commented, and I was, like, girl, keep it up, like, we need more people like you on here, yeah. all these boys are just intimidated and insecure, Precisely. I even got a comment, that was like you're worse and not as pretty as her and i'm like this is why women don't show don't say they're fans of baseball because yes. we can't even breathe you know yeah that's, that's a huge reason why i started it and yes. um i know they say that stuff because they're insecure and they're intimidated mm. and yeah. so i'm like i got the upper hand might as well just go in on them exactly that's, and I that's think, how yeah. I look at trolling and stuff I'm like no nah, I'm gonna lean into it and yeah it's a good mind get above it you know mm-hmm. like, definitely well and I think that's such a good point I think that's such a good point that that it, it's so unfortunate that that is the climate I mean I've noticed it from a such a young age first off I think with broadcasting I've noticed it in my own household but that whenever there's a male person on television like nobody very in often is the first comment about his appearance and I even noticed my brain my brain will do it too that's the thing like when it comes to like certain uh ways or like upbringings or stereotypes that we have in our bodies it's like it's it's in everybody unfortunately and I noticed yeah I'll see a girl on tv and right away for some reason once in a while my brain will be like oh like thinking about what she's wearing or how she looks and the problem is that that transfers in every other platform far past television where people look at a woman as if the primary thing she has to offer is her appearance which yeah. Yeah, obviously it's it's messed up and obviously everybody is yeah. really beautiful in their own skin and especially when you yeah. embrace who you are but I do feel bad like you said now so now girls pushing into sports first off what is with this gatekeeping around everything yeah like yeah right like and you know what it is you, you know what I think? Yeah. You know what I, I think? think. <laughs> why, it, you know, going into, like, I I could tell you, like, what the brand is about, too, if we want to get into that. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that I've studied in that class is MLB has the worst, fit, like, the worst amount of Gen Z specifically fan base. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't have a lot of people that are, like, even casual fans. And it's like, maybe that's because, I don't know, you're cutting off like half of Gen Zers that are women because you're gatekeeping the sport and don't (laughs) don't like appreciate that they just like play. And then the other part is you're cutting off like Gen Z by being like, sorry, sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. I write about my blog. But being like, do you even remember the 2005 World Series? And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't kind of remember that, Boomer. Yeah. I'm kidding. I don't know if you're mad, but good point. As a, as a joke, yeah. I'm saying that as a joke, but I'm like, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm young, but if you want more Gen Z crowds, don't gatekeep it against women, and don't keep yes. gatekeep it against the younger generations. Right? Yeah. Like, you can become it, a fan at any yeah. age, but. Exactly. You know what it makes me think about? Do you remember? I remember when there was like a lot of backlash um, with, or not a lot of backlash, but I remember that situation with AOC where one of the other senators had called her a bitch and she got up and her response to me was phenomenal because she sat and said, thank you for doing this because you have daughters and now you have okayed 
this for every other man that interacts to treat your daughters the same way. And I think that's what people miss in those situations that, like you said, when you're cutting out Gen Z kids or things like that, if I have a little kid, I damn right want my kid to be a baseball fan. I want to bring them. I want them to be excited. So why am I going to shut down? Hey, why would you shut down more fans? That's just like, where do you win? And then past that, like you're going to shut it down for your sisters and your yeah hopefully future wife you know and just friends that are female in general it's just like it blows my mind that people genuinely think like that and it's from a place of insecurity and intimidation yeah a lot of it is like I guess when people think they know a lot about things it feeds into their identity so then it's connected to their confidence and their sense of self-worth self-worth so they're afraid that yeah. somehow they'll lose that sense if people add on to it. But that's like, you know, digging yeah. into psych. But it is wild chicken shit. Well, no, that, that's a good, like, point to raise because this reimagining sports fandom class goes into the economic part of, like, fandom in any sport, um, the sociology um, and the psychology of, like, fandom. So it covers all bases. And kind of the project too is to like which I'm glad I'm doing all of this for this like White Sox account because it gives me a better understanding of the psychology of how to get fans and how to inspire people and you know the sociology economic psychology like I said it's the fact that I don't know how to explain it just basically um when you take a deeper look at fandom I did that for the White Sox. So part of my project is the first place I started, I said, all right, I'm trying to fix Gen Z and women. Also, anyone else, anyone else that, you know, is not really a fan. I want to help mm-hmm. inspire them too to show them how to be a good fan. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's what's the problem with the White Sox? Why don't, why can't they, what can they do to get more Gen Z involved? And then personally, I'm like looking around and thinking about it. And I'm like, I don't think we have that big of a problem as much as a lot of other teams. I'm like, I love baseball. My friends love baseball, even if they're just casual, like fans of the sport. Um, A lot of mostly girls. I go like with all my girls to games. You know what I mean? And I'm like. I don't, I don't get what the problem is here. And so that's where I turned into um, this brand. I turned it into an opportunity for us to inspire other teams because we already are like a very lively and passionate fan base. But it's kind of not even on the map. People don't really know yes. about it. Like yes. I said, it's like if you're not in it, you don't know about it sometimes. Yeah, like there's a ton right. of like Cubs creators and Cubs creators. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like going in Chicago, I would say there's a lot of them. But White Sox here all the time, irrelevant. I'm like, we're not irrelevant. We just yeah. are like low key. We don't yeah, it's have like, like a lot of White Sox creators. Yeah, it, it's don't a chill. Talk a lot about it. <laughs> right? Well, and I think about what I thought was really cool is I remember right before you created your account, you would put out a survey that was like a lot of different questions to White Sox uh, fans. And it was, which I like. And I remember you asking, like, what comes to mind when you think about Chicago White Sox and especially the fan base, the community, like what attracts you towards it? 
And a lot of your responses, and you can comment more on this, but I remember I specifically wrote like work hard, play hard kind of energy. A lot of it, I feel like is rooted in the way Chicago is in the sense of like hard work, but also the Midwest in a sense of always usually being polite though and conversationalists and looking to have a good time. And I think especially even just the first game we went to, everybody that we bumped into at the tailgate was so nice. (laughs) Like they were so excited for what we were doing, even if they didn't know your account. Exactly. And uh, shout out to the people that did know my account. Uh, Someone got a video of me. I would like to see that and review the play. (laughs) I know I was, I was looking like a mess going into the stadium. Um, But yeah, like, you, the thing I love about the White Sox fan base is mm-hmm. no matter if you're a casual fan or a very avid fan or just, like, come around very, not very often, but still are like, no, I'm a Sox fan, it's still a community. Like, you yeah. always, you never, when you ask someone, are you a White Sox fan, you never say, like, Oh, how much? Oh, you're White Sox yeah. fan? Five players. We're not, I, I feel like we, I've never experienced something like that with the White Sox. Like the Cubs, mm-hmm. they're so adamant that you have to be, you have to know everything. Like that's just yeah. from my personal experience. Yeah. I don't, you know, I'm generally. Yeah. So I, what I like about the White Sox is it's just, everyone's like, oh, you just, you guys just like to get together and drink. You don't care about the team. And I'm like, no, I think the fun thing about the White Sox is that we all get together, and yeah, a lot of us like to drink, but yeah, we're drinking close. because we're celebrating a a great yeah. team that we all have in common. And we're socializing. We're so excited for the team and watch them play. We yeah. Everyone likes to watch baseball games, I feel like, down here, mm-hmm. and it's not boring to us. I think that's yeah. because every the whole community makes it a fun time. Exactly. And that's something I've yeah. learned. That's something I've learned through uh, White Sox Twitter, which I should get into that, too. Um, but it's just yeah. kind of like a nice community. And even though we fight with each other, which I try to stay out, I try to be peaceful. <laughs> um, I only have one controversy so far. We're done with it. Um, <laughs> so I, But even so on there, yeah, we're, it's kind of like a family. Not to get yeah. too sick. We're all emotionally distant people. No, but it, but I, I think it is, though. We fight with each other, but at the end of the day, we're all in it for the same thing. It's because we all, yeah. we're all, like, very passionate about the White Sox. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if you're a casual fan or not. You're a baseball fan. You like yeah. baseball. You know? yeah. that's, that's how I've trans... Oh. I have, I like... I love that. Well said. What's the What's the word? I have, I've pulled a lot of our friends to the dark side, meaning the good side, just by bringing them to games and them being like, this is really fun, and Mm -hmm. rooting for the White Sox is really fun and super cool, everyone's, everyone's, you know, we're kind of gritty people, so we're very blunt sometimes, but in a nice way, you know, and it's it's just a crazy unique culture that is not talked about enough. No, and it's not. that's why I started pretty much it, because I'm like, if more people knew about us, they might look at the baseball fandom in a different way, because mm-hmm. some people like us celebrate in a different way, Yeah, and love baseball in a different way, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. I might be yeah, rambling, no but I'm just really, I'm, I ramble a lot about it, because 
I'm so passionate about it. And before I took off, um, on Twitter, especially on White Sox Twitter, shout out, uh, before I took off, I went to, um, a, I was at a friend's house and I met these two new people and they found out my TikTok. And then I told them about telltale behavior and mm-hmm. I rambled on about it for had to be 45 minutes. And by the end of it, they're like, they're like, we want to be white sex fans. Like this sounds fun. Aww. And I was like, I love I'm so passionate about it. And I'm so passionate about like bringing anyone into baseball, especially the white sex um, that it's like, be a fan your own way. But at, like, at the end of the day, like, be part of the community. Yeah. I don't know. I just ramble on a lot about it. No, I think, I'm very I think passionate that's about this. I yeah. think that's very well said. Speaking of what you were saying earlier, you said you wanted to dig into Twitter. Let's talk about Fantastic Twitter. story. Fantastic story. I hope All people right. that are on White Sox Twitter actually watch this. Um, shout out. Because uh, I never, I like didn't really cry on Twitter because I felt like it was so hard to even like take off on Twitter. It's an interesting platform. Yes. And it's so hard to get people over to Twitter sometimes that don't really use it. So I kind of, I would post periodically on there, but no one would really see anything. I just was doing it, excuse me, for the project. Um, And so I posted a TikTok wrote I wrote down his name um I posted a TikTok and it was just like me being the dad of the group trying to get everyone to the Sox game alive that was yeah, like if you're on the train handing people stuff yeah and I'm like giving everyone beers and like train tickets yeah. and so um so someone comments and goes uh are you a part of White Sox Twitter because if you're not you should be and I commented back I uh, don't like I, I it's hard to take off on there so I have one but I don't use it and he goes I'll get you followers what's the like handle and I gave him the handle and like like 10 minutes later I get tagged and I look on there and I'm starting to get he so his his at his at everyone go follow is at capital D for Doe capital B uh OI capital S-V-O, Boboy Spo. I don't know if that's kind of how you pronounce it. Follow is at coolest guy ever. He shouted me out, and then I posted. I was like, well, people probably don't know what this is about, so let me just post one of the hectic videos um, <laughs> that, people, that attracted people to South Side behavior. They're like, oh, the South, South Side rolls. I'm like, yeah, our group. Um, and so I posted that. And it just took off, and then people started quoting it, or quote tweeting it, and being like, hey, yo, go follow her, and stuff. And what turned into us being like, oh, he's like, we'll get you like 300 followers today, turned into 900 followers in one day. And I was like, what the, what the fuck? Well, um, I didn't know it was that fast. That was like a week, I remember, at least. No, one, in one, in one goddamn day. These, these <laughs> These people move fast, and so, but it was just like, oh my god, I'm so glad, I'm so glad. Yeah, and hard, but White Sox fans work harder. Well, the White Sox fans work harder. That is the energy, literally. 
but I, I literally, like, <laughs> it just all happened so fast, and then, and then I'm like, oh, shoot, now I gotta kind of, like, figure out how to tell them what this is. Who I am. So, um, I slowly but surely started to, like, be like, okay, I'm Missy, um, I run this account, I'm the only one that does, CEO, founder, and president of Southside Behavior, and I'm like, so basically I'm going to games and interviewing people. I'm try- I was trying to get people the vibes of it. Um, and then when we're not there, I like to make memes. Um, and yeah, people stuck around. People like it. Um, I, it's just, it's just wild. Now I feel like um, people now know that I'm pretty much the only one that runs it. By pretty much, I mean, I am. Um, but pretty, I, I know, I always say we with Trust Me, I'm a Novice, and it's just me running everything. Oh, I know. I always say my favorite bit to do on that account is to say, come join or like follow us on TikTok. And by us, everyone that knows me knows no one else runs this. Um, I just, I just, you guys just come along on my missions to go to games and stuff because you guys want to go. And we're not running anything. Yeah. Yeah. No one else is running it. Or I'll be like, we are excited to announce and it's like me like I'm like it's my favorite bit and it's also on my main account on TikTok my favorite bit for that is someone will approach me with a brand deal and I'll be like let me uh talk to my team and forward it to them and I'll get back <laughs> to you I have no team it's just me it's I, there, I have no manager let me Nothing. talk to myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, let me forward it to my team. I forward it to, like, my school email. I'm like, sounds good. <laughs> I'm like, like, oh, Put on my glasses, myself. change my shirt, look at it. You know. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Gosh, gosh, gosh. Oh, well, I feel like, yeah, it's so neat to see how it's taken off. I definitely think, I think it has a, a lot of star power, a long way to go. I guess while we're on the same page of the White Sox, who, which players are you currently a big fan of? Well, I'm thinking Tim Anderson. I well, let, let me say Stanford. one. Let me let me go in order <laughs> of what I need to talk about. <laughs> you already know Dylan Cease. Oof. That man. Oh my God! Not to be a total girl about sports. You can't no. even even all of like. <laughs> Our friends that are guys are like, he's got a gnarly stash. Like, oh my God, I, I love him. The second one, which I might, I maybe we could talk about this, is a huge reason why I started this and the philosophy behind mm-hmm. all this. Tim Anderson, he yeah. had the notorious bat flip in 20, 2019. Mm-hmm. It's messed me up. And it caused, you know, like, so much controversy, and, like, and Tim Anderson kind of pushed forward from that point on, saying, like, why can't we just have fun? I hit a good, he even said in the TA7, he's like, he's like, I just, it was a good hit, I just, like, threw the bat, and then next thing I know, everyone's mad at me, and I, he's just like, why, if you want more people to be attracted to baseball, stop taking it all so seriously. Stop, like, you know, I'm generalizing what I'm saying, but he's like, Mm -hmm. let's have a little fun. Let's be, you know, make it lively, make it passionate. This is 
this is a game for the fans. Yeah. Um, so, like, let's stop, you know, being, you know, up our own asses. So, yeah. <laughs> no, um, so yeah. that, like, inspired me when I started this. Because I'm like, yeah, if I'm going to start inspiring, like, fan bases or, you know, documenting and making entertainment out of our own fan yeah. base, I want to showcase the baseball fun part of it, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I do like to, you know, talk about the players and stuff like that. But I mainly like to make funny and fun entertainment on it because, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of people out there that do a lot of hot takes right about each game. Yeah. You, don't have, you don't have the little clown in the White Sox fan base. I'll be the clown. Yeah. Probably someone else, but I would, I, I would like to be the entertainment and yes. not even talk about the team, but talk about our fans. Cause yeah, that's such a, that's yeah. such a good point. Yeah, so Tim Anderson talks about the fans. 100%. And he, he's either, even the one who, when they were making the City Connect, he was the one working with Nike and being mm. like, I want this to be real to the fans. Like, he was like all about. We need to be playing for the fans and stuff like that. And when he saw this jersey, he was like, that's it. Like, there's a good quote that he says, but he's like, when people see it, they're going to be like, yeah, that makes sense. It's like real. It's authentic. It's relatable. The people from the South side will like, will get it. They'll understand what, like, why our jerseys look this way. And then, yeah. and a lot of people, oh, shoot, sorry. And a lot of people in the MLB are like, those are some great uniforms. Like, yeah, they got I'm really well stuff. received. Yeah. Outside White Sox jerseys, yeah. Other people in Chicago, not so much. Um, <laughs> they say some harsh things about it, uh, which I want to get into because it's just, <laughs> I, I've already talked about it before on like my blog and stuff. But, it's like when people say stuff like that, it's like then you don't get it. You don't get what we what we're about. The fans that get it get it. Exactly. If you know, you know type situation. Yeah. So, exactly. so Tim Anderson, big inspo for the whole shout out, yeah. shout out, shout out. Shout oh out, shout man. Out. Well, he's crazy too because I think a. I mean, it goes without saying. I think the reason TikTok's really especially blown up because it's found a way to showcase what's really going on in everybody's life. I mean, people that are, we see success with a lot of new, like celebrities that have been popular, but now they're like twice as popular. I think about somebody like yeah. in the music community, like Russ, Logic, like they've all been using the platform a lot. And now they're gaining even more traction because you see their personalities. Yeah. But back to baseball, like you said, that's neat. And it makes a lot of sense that Tim Anderson spearheaded that because the White Sox TikTok page has gotten so I think it's fantastic. I think whoever runs it Love should get thing. a raise. Yes. I get all of it's my great. memes from their great. videos. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and for, okay, for anybody that doesn't follow the White Sox on TikTok, and I'm sure their TikToks do get reposted to other platforms. Basically, they do like a lot of talk about it stuff. Real quick. Yeah, go ahead. I got to turn off an alarm. Sorry, guys. Oh, oh you're fine. Oh, yeah, you talk about it for a second. Sorry. Long story short, the... White Sox TikTok page is really, really funny because whoever runs it basically will pick just one 
sporadic question and just go through and have all the players answer it. And it could be anything from like, what's your favorite food? What's your go-to song for karaoke? Or one that interacts with the players. Like I saw the more recent one was who would be your emergency contact on the team. And so you have all of the players are walking past, reading it, like they're kind of squinting and then answering. Ooh, and that's turning. my favorite. Oh, God, sorry. You see that one? Yeah, Missy's back. Yeah, and where they react to it. But like, oh, my God. So that's like, my favorite oh, one because Tim Anderson has the best quote yeah. um, that I use, <laughs> I used on Twitter. And they were like, who's your emergency contact? And he goes, me. Me. <laughs> Why would I call anyone else? <laughs> me. And he, he walks away. And I, I use that on Twitter so much. I'm like, quote, who the hell runs this account? And then I'm like, I'm like, I tag myself, my personal account, and I'm like, me, me, why would I call anybody else? It's me. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> I love their TikTok love so much. I love it. Yeah, again, whoever's running it, absolute shout out to you. You know what's going on. Oh, yeah. it's, it's been so, so good. And so crazy now to think it's like you get their TikTok that's doing really well. And now we have you who's running a whole new fan base. And it gets me really excited, I think, for the future of even even just what the summer is going to look like. I mean, we've already talked about going to more and more games, which will get <laughs> sillier and sillier. But it'll be really cool moving forward to see like if we gain even more traction with yeah. the fandom and what more will come of it. Because, hey, if the yeah. more, you know, view very well if you keep gaining traction like this and you in a way can already do it really, but you can plan something and have people come. Yeah. And then it yeah, totally. each other, like a little social. Yeah. I always, I always say like, hey, if you ever see me at a game, come up to me. I would love to like record you. Like I, I want to, I know it, the brand, brand, we're just going to go with that from now on. Um, it centers around, like, our group. Um, mm-hmm. But that's just, like, the basis of it. Because we got to start yeah. with some fans. You need a team. You need a team. We yeah, you need, like, a team. Like so I I assembled our team. and But in the, like, long run, I yeah, our team's going to still be part of it. But I want us to, like, try and get other people and showcase, like, other fans and stuff like that. So... Yeah. I'm always like, if you see me, come come grab a brew and can I interview you and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's it's really, I just want to inspire people, especially the younger generation, and especially mm-hmm. women, because I am both yes. of those. So Always. when they look at yes. me, they kind of are like, yeah, okay, I guess I could be one of those too, you know? Yeah. Um, but also I've inspired like, just like a lot of like, other like teams being like like the Dodgers, the Red Sox, the Brewers, mm-hmm. and um, the Cardinals are some of the like main ones that comment and are like, "Hey, if you're ever in the area, like, like we'd love to have <laughs> you." And, comments, they're like, "Yo, I would love to yeah. hang out." I think that's so sweet. Yeah, so they they follow because they're like, uh, "Yeah, we were our fan bases are like we can relate to each other and stuff like that." Yeah. Like, and I'm like, yeah, if we if we all kind of join together and I mean, when we play each other, you know, my my I can't say, do anything about what I say then. But like in general, like the, the fans during the game. Yeah, yeah. I'm like <laughs> right, we that the on the field. But <laughs> but um, I'm like, you know, it, it maybe make them more lively and see mm. what we do and be like more pumped for their team in baseball, yeah. stuff like that. We feed off each other, 
So I'm like, and we got to put the White Sox fans on the map, baby. Yeah, we do. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to put our fan base on the map. And like I said, I, um, I want to, I know like broken record. I want to inspire people and I want to entertain people from the South side of Chicago. Cause we're, it's like looking in a mirror and you're like, haha, we all do that. Mm-hmm. And I also want to document how crazy awesome and diverse the South side is. And I want to do all that. And just basically, I lost my train of thought because I am so hungry. Chaotic I've been in an interview. Um, but basically I want to take all of that and I want to put us on the map and I want people to know who we are and to enjoy us and to see that we're a very unique culture and just like come along for the ride, like whoever you are. And I've already got a bunch of people being like, I want to go to Sox games now. Um, I definitely would like to, I, I might be a Sox fan now and like, I've never really been like into baseball, but I sure as hell want to be into it now. And I'm like, even if we, even if you turn into a casual fan, you're still a fan, you're still welcome. Obviously, I'm an avid fan, which, fun fact, some statistics here, only 8% of women in the United States consider themselves avid fans of baseball. Really? 50% of Gen Z consider themselves not a fan at all of baseball. About, like, 30% um, say they're a casual fan, and then, like, about, like, better so percent, a little bit above, say that they're an avid fan. So, Dang. yeah, it's crazy. So, I'm like, we need to we need to step it up. We do. <laughs> step up to the plate. We got to get more people doing that. Love baseball. I could talk about this for hours because I am just so passionate, and there's a lot I want to do with this brand. And like I said, I'm going to do like everything in my power to document and show everyone how crazy awesome we are in our community. And Mm. I want to basically just like, uh, I don't even know how to explain it, but I basically want people to be just bring some life and passion back into the MLB a little bit. That's yeah, a great way to say it. Bring some life yeah. and passion back into the MLB. Ah, oh, Missy Carroll, you heard it here first. I think if you have nothing, do you have anything else to add before we wrap? Um, you know, just to all White Sox fans watching this, or to people skeptical about baseball. No, I'll get to you later. People that are White Sox fans, all I need you to do is just be yourselves, and I'll take care of the rest of it. I that's my mission with this. I'm willing to work really hard. I'm willing to work with anyone who wants to help me out and uh, has any opportunities that we can uh, be a part of. I just need all of the fans to just be who they are. And like I said, I'll take care of the rest. If you're a skeptical fan, just try and go to a game or try and watch a game with other people sometime and you might end up liking it a lot. And all I think you should do is just give it a chance. And I love that. that. Probably it. I love that. Missy, where can people, where can people follow you? We already said it earlier, but as we're coming to a close. 
All right, I got two. I got two accounts for you this time. So you. my personal, my TikTok is Missy Carol. Instagram Missy Carol. Twitter is Messy Carol. That's two R's, two L's, and all of it. And uh, TikTok is Southside Behavior, all lowercase. Um, Instagram Southside Behavior, all lowercase. Uh, Twitter is at capital S, capital S, capital B, behavior, and YouTube, just outside behavior. And there's a video coming out about the opening day today, so it'll be out by oh, the time perfect. it airs. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, awesome. that's great to hear. <laughs> Amazing. I would say for everybody listening, I play it a lot, but if you are new here, a hi, welcome. Again, I'm Sammy. Feel free to follow the Trust Me, I'm a Novice account. We are on Instagram. I'm not as crazy as Missy is. I say that in a good way. Uh, with having all the platforms covered, but I am not as ambitious at the moment. But yeah, follow on Instagram at Trust Me, I'm a Novice. If you want to follow my TikTok, it's at Sammy underscore Saint. But I do a lot of different stuff on TikTok. That being said, Missy, it was an absolute pleasure for you to come in today. I like that we hit a ton of different Chicago topics. I mean... What a better time to talk to than the springtime as baseball is back. What I'm saying it. sorry I rambled through a lot of it. God, never. I have ADHD Podcast. and I just took my Adderall, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, all right. Well, this has been a great episode. What I will say is feel free to tune in in the the following week, I think I'm recording this right now. Me and Missy and I just made two videos or two videos. We covered two different topics, but we talked for a long time. So I think I'm going to split this into two episodes. That being said, if you are tuning in, come back next week for part two of my conversation with Missy Carroll. And in the meantime, Missy, feel free to say it if you know what I'm going for. I like um, it. <laughs> I'm Carol, and trust me, I'm a novice. Oh, hey.